Welcome in football fans. Happy Monday. Hope it was a great football weekend for you. You have found the Behind the Lines podcast with Christian Cipollini, sports trader at BetMGM. My name is Stephen Andres, managing editor of thelines.com. Each and every week on this show, we look at the week that was betting in the National Football League. From a sportsbook perspective, what were the biggest public wins? What were the biggest public losses? We will also look ahead to the early week nine lines in the National Football League and also share an early bet that I have put into my account. Of course, always, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button. Let us know in the comments who you are betting on this week and what was your biggest win of the week in week number eight. Christian, great to see you again. How are you, my friend? How's it going? Hopefully the public's feeling pretty good um, as it was a very, very slight winner for the book. Uh, but that 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. slate was a loser for the book. So hopefully the public did well. There you go. I assume that means that the Sunday night football game was was a difference maker for you guys. It was, yeah. As we've mentioned on here before, uh, that's the Sunday night, the standalone games are the games that we take the most action on. And that that hook last night, the 10 and a half, uh, really saved us, uh, changed it from what was a losing weekend to, again, a very, very, very small winner. Thank you to Aaron Rodgers for his constant high percentage passes near the line of scrimmage for getting a lot of the public uh, through the back, or I guess helping the, the book get through the back door there to cover that for the Green Bay Packers with, I'm sure, a lot of Buffalo Bills fans in the, the state of New York backing their hometown Bills. And uh, But other than that, Christian, let's take a look at that early window between 1 and 4 p.m. Eastern time, also at a London game. Uh, what were the biggest public winners of the week? Yeah, there was there was a bunch of them this week for sure. Uh, the Eagles were one. The Cowboys were another. Uh, that Lions uh, Dolphins game was was tough for us with all those points and uh, a lot of touchdown scores. So this week also there was a lot of prominent name touchdown scores. A lot of those hit. Those were big for the public. And then a lot of these parlays also clicked with Cowboys Eagles. Uh, a bunch of favorites winning. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, Alvin Kamara goes for three. Of course, I'm playing him and Dante Foreman in my fantasy league, so that went really well. Dalvin Cook did very well. Tony Pollard goes ballistic for the Dallas Cowboys. You mentioned the big favorites like the Eagles and the Cowboys both winning as double-digit favorites. I'm curious, just in, in your experience as a sports trader at BetMGM, I assume – for the most part, historically, it's hard for you guys to get action on some of these double-digit dogs for the public. Yeah, oh yeah, most of the time, yeah, we, we usually can't take action. Usually when they're a double-digit favorite like that, it's for a reason it's a good team playing a bad team and no one wants to back that bad team. So, so yeah, when I'm they do cover... I'm definitely not surprised by that, Christian. I mean, we're talking about... You know, we we try to look at the numbers and break everything down, and, and that's what we do on our YouTube channel and our writing as well. But for the casual fan, I'm sure it's hard for them to quantify exactly how many points double digits is in the National Football League when you're talking about covering a spread. Yeah. Yeah. So how about the uh, the flip side here? What were some of the biggest public losses in week number eight? Yeah, two of the well, the biggest one for us was, of course, that Sunday night on that hook that I mentioned before. That was our biggest winner of the day. Um, but then the New York teams uh, did us favors by both losing. Uh, those were both big for the book. Uh, and then that Raiders Saints game was good for the book as well. Not as many points, and the Raiders getting blanked on the board. 
Any chance you can share an industry secret on how you handicap muffed punts going into an NFL game? Because I have yet to figure it out, and it keeps keeps biting me in the butt, man. Like Richie James, he had a concussion going out. I'm convinced it was Brian Dable punching him in the head because I don't, I can't figure out muffed punts, man. And it seems every week there's a game that is completely tilted by one of these guys fumbling a punt return inside his own 20 yard line. Yeah, I mean, some of that is crazy and just sometimes bad luck. Sometimes it just about works out. Yeah, fair enough. It's that's you just got to uh, tip your cap when that happens and say you can't handicap absolutely everything in an NFL game. And it's going to happen from from time to time. All right, Christian, let's look forward here to, to week nine in the NFL and the opening lines over at BetMGM. We have, as we mentioned, one of those aforementioned big spreads on Thursday night football. The Philadelphia Eagles taking on the lowly Houston Texans. This game in Houston, and despite that, we still have a monster spread. Yeah, yeah, Eagles are 13 and a half point favorites on the road here with a 43 and a half point total. That's that's insane. That's such a huge number for mm-hmm. a home underdog in the National Football League. I'm going to go do some digging and see when's the last time a, a home team on Thursday night on a short week was this big of an underdog. But um, obviously, this is an Eagles team that you guys have rated within the top three here with with the Bills and the Chiefs, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, and they continue when they play bad teams. They've they've tended knock them out pretty good as we saw yesterday with the Steelers too so it's looking like that's going to be the trend against the Texans here yeah I saw a stat where the Eagles have so many second quarter points that they've scored more points in the second quarter than like four other teams combined that they just have been stepping on throats in the first Mm -hmm. half and taking the life out of these teams moving forward here so uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to be curious to see historically how big of a dog Houston is as a Thursday night home team here. Uh, we'll get back to you guys. You guys yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to post it on Twitter on on at Stephen Andres one. But um, I, yeah, I, I can't imagine there's many that have been this big for sure as a road favorite. Yeah. And typically this is a tough spot for road teams, right? Like you kind of yeah, yep. look at that as well. Right. Road team going on uh, away on a short week is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it is. Yeah. But it just kind of speaks to how well the Eagles have been playing and how poorly the Texans have. Yeah. I mean, the Titans just line up with Derrick Henry and rush it for 200 yards and decide to literally only throw it 10 times with Malik Willis and they win that game comfortably. So <laughs> yep. uh, if Derrick Henry and the Titans bad offense can do that, what is the Eagles rushing offense going to do against the Houston Texans in this game? So uh, not looking great for Houston there, uh, but Obviously, these two teams have a World Series going on, so we'll see how that plays out for these cities. Yeah, it's a little X factor. I bet there's going to be a lot of Philly fans in, in Houston. That'll be interesting. That's for sure. That would be game. That would be the day before Game Six, I believe, on Friday. Yep. Yeah. We'll see how this thing plays out. All right, early window for Week Nine, one o'clock games Eastern Time. Opening lines over at BetMGM. Yeah, Chargers at the Falcons. Chargers are three-point favorites on the road. Totals 49.5. Another road favorite, Dolphins at the Bears. Dolphins are four-and-a-half-point favorites with a total 44.5. Panthers at the Bengals. Bengals are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. That totals 43.5. Packers at the Lions. Packers open up as a road favorite here. Three-and-a-half points with that total being 49. Colts at the Patriots. Patriots are six-point favorites with that total 39.5. Bills at the Jets, another 13-point road favorite here. That total is 
Vikings at the Commanders. Vikings are three and a half point road favorites with that total 44 and a half. And lastly, the one o'clocks, Raiders at the Jaguars. Raiders are one and a half point favorites on the road, and that total is 46 and a half. This, this is not the game I bet early here, but the, the Dolphins and the Bears, with the Bears being a four and a half point home dog, at least piques my interest a little bit. I'm not going to bet it yet. I'm going to dig into the numbers here a little bit. But the Dolphins defense can't stop anybody. The, the Detroit Lions came in with like the past four weeks being dead last in every advanced metric, and they still move the ball at will for a good portion of that game against the Miami Dolphins. Now, I don't know who on the Bears is going to stop Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, but I was at least impressed that the Bears could score points against the Dallas Cowboys, who I think is one of the top three defenses in the NFL. So uh, four and a half points at home is interesting to me. Not betting it yet. Going to do a little bit more digging on that one. The game I have bet early here in, in week nine was a look-ahead line on the Vikings minus two and a half at Washington. Now that number is gone. Christian, remind me, did you say three or three and a half? Three and a half, three and a half. Okay, so we're at three and a half here. But I mean, the Vikings, I was skeptical about coming out of their bye week. They had had a pretty good chunk of games where they were not covering spreads as favorites. They were middle of the pack in the NFL in yards per play, basically league average. And they were bottom three in yards per play allowed on defense. They come out of that bye week, and they were very impressive to me against that Arizona Cardinals defense, who obviously we all know is is not very good as well. But uh, they showed the ability to put up a lot of points. uh, And this Washington offense, more importantly, is is a mess. They needed like a miracle Taylor Heineke pass deep to Terry McLaurin to win that game. Otherwise, they don't cover the spread. And they did not look good in that game. And that's two weeks in a row now where the offense has kind of been stagnant. Can't really move the ball consistently. Taylor Heineke's got a high percentage of turnover-worthy plays. So I think three and a half here is a spot where I, even though I got it two and a half on the look ahead, obviously that doesn't help anybody right now. I'd still be comfortable laying the three and a half with the Vikings here. Uh, They looked a lot more crisp coming out of that bye week. I think Washington is a, a lot worse than their four and four record reflects. Okay, late window here, Christian. Four o'clock games, opening lines at BetMGM. Yeah, it's going to be a tough uh, afternoon slate on red zone. We only have two four o'clock games. Uh, oh, man. What are we yeah. doing at a <laughs> It's tough. Two games on red zone? Two. Seahawks at the Cardinals. Cardinals are two and a half point favorites at home. Our highest total of the weekend, 49 and a half. And the only other one in the four o'clock slate, Rams and Buccaneers. Bucks are two and a half point favorites and totals 42 and a half. Let's talk about the Seahawks Cardinals game for a minute because I think most handicappers at this point are not giving a full three points for home field advantage. I'm curious if you guys have made that a, a adjustment as well if it's a little less than three or does it depend on on where the game is being played because I look at this Seahawks Cardinals line and it's implying to me that you guys would have a the Cardinals as a small slight favorite or at worst maybe these two teams equal on a neutral field how do you interpret that line that you guys have for Seattle Arizona uh, they're they're pretty close to even on a neutral field. Uh, we actually did open uh, at three, and then we took a, a quick bet on the Seahawks and and st- stuck down at two and a half. So, um, yeah, they'd be pretty close to even at this point. I mean, the Seahawks, the surprise of the of the season so far. 
Absolutely. I think that's a spot where I might be interested in Seahawks money line, to be honest with you. Um, or, or Do you have it in front of you, what you're showing for money line on the Seahawks there? If not, I can. Plus 120. Plus 120. Okay, so plus 120. Yeah. I mean, the two and a half aren't really hugely valuable points. It is if you're teasing it up through the three and the seven, making it part of a, a six point teaser. But um, I mean, I have the Seahawks clearly better than the Arizona Cardinals at this point, which would have been ludicrous to say coming into the season. But I think the Seahawks team has really impressed. I think they're absolutely a contender for a wild card spot in the NFC. And then things could get interesting once they get in. And most importantly, their defense has really flipped the switch here after being really bad for the first month of the season. Seattle on the season is 18th in yards per play at 5.7. But a lot of that is that first month where they were terrible last three games. They are second to the Jets with only 4.3 yards per play allowed. They have really figured something out here on defense. And um, I think Pete Carroll right there with with Nick Sirianni as a head as a head coach of the year favorite now in that market. So really impressed by what Seattle has done here in the first half of the season. You're listening to the lines.com podcast network. Looking for the latest player props and the best betting odds from the top U.S. sportsbooks all in one place? Then join us right here every day this season for free picks and best bets from the sports betting experts you can trust. Check out the Lines.com NFL Megapod as Matt Brown, Steven Andrus, and Adam Candy break down every game for this weekend's football slate. Join the Coast to Coast podcast crew Mondays through Fridays as Nate Weitzer and Josh Lander bring you the best player props and game lines for Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL. And tune in to Beat the Closing Line twice a week as Nicole Russo, Mo Nawara, and Eli Hershkovich dive into NFL opening lines, plus special guests from the sports betting world. So subscribe, rate, and review to the Lines Podcast Network, the source you can trust to make you a better sports better. Prime time. The Tennessee Titans, Christian, I think they're five and two. Do I have that right? I'll look it up. But huge dog here to the Kansas City Chiefs, despite their record. I think, you know, that's going to surprise a lot of people. Like we talked about, I'm, I'm not sure it's going to entice the public to back Tennessee as a double digit underdog when they, despite the record. But I mean, this tells you all you need to know about what the market thinks of these two teams. And we'll also talk about Monday Night Football here. Yeah, Chiefs are 11-point favorites here, and the total is 46.5. But this does kind of remind me a bit of last year, too, where the Titans ended up with that one seed. But they were dogs in a bunch of games and some some big, uh, some big underdogs at times, too. So kind of similar. Yeah, I hear you. And before we circle back to this one, uh, Monday Night opener here between the Ravens and the Saints. Yeah, Ravens and Saints. Ravens are three-point favorites on the road, and the total is 48-and-a-half. All right, so let's talk about the Titans here because I'm not sure I can remember. I'm sure there has been at some point, possibly as early as last year, but I don't remember it. The Titans' win streak is utterly unimpressive. They are 5-2 and two with wins, a, a coin flip win over the Raiders, They beat the Colts twice, who are a train wreck. They beat the Commanders by four, and they beat the Texans throwing 10 passes. Like, this is the most fraudulent 5-2 and team in the league. This is not a good football team that has been taking advantage of a very weak schedule. And now you see what the market thinks of them as an 11-point dog on the road to one of the top three teams in the NFL in the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, we've seen this in the past where Derrick Henry runs on them. They shorten the game and they increase the variance and they pull an upset here. But 
Um, this is this is a perfect example, Christian. I think of the casual fans and the common fans looking at records, and then the betting market telling you what these teams actually are. Fair? Yeah, I mean, I, I if we can go back and look at the numbers, I can't imagine there's there's a lot of times where a team that has a 700 winning percentage is 11 point dog. <laughs> can't imagine yeah. there's even more even one time of that. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. And if you look at yards per play in the NFL, the Tennessee Titans are 26th at 5.0 for reference, about 5.5 is league average. Uh, and in the last three weeks, they're even worse at 4.8. So man alive. And one last question for you. I, it seemed like Ryan Tannehill was pretty close to playing in this game. Um, are you assuming that with this line or yeah yeah he he was sick so you'd imagine by next week especially sunday night he should be he should be good to go so it is with ryan tannell awesome great insight as always christian we appreciate it love doing this show with you for the rest of you out there again be sure to hit the discord button in the top right hand corner of the homepage for the lines.com Once you're in there, go to the roles section and you can enroll to get push notifications every time anybody on our staff locks in a bet for the following week. That's what I did for the look ahead line on the Vikings at two and a half. It's now three and a half. So if you didn't have those push notifications, you missed out on a great number inside a key number. So uh, be sure to check that out. And as always, we appreciate you subscribing. Hit the like button. Let us know in the comments who you are betting on this week in the NFL. For Christian, I'm Steven. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week.